the artists that actually promote the track um, on our Discord or on their own social media, usually quite easily they get some votes and usually quite easily they get on the first page. And once you're on the first page of the waitlist, you know that you will be released in the next weeks, basically. So it's not that competitive yet. The best way to describe it would be it's like the Web3 Spotify. You're tuned to the RCast, where we talk about the blockchain. On the RCast. And how your data remains. It's the RCast. Where our drive is the topic. Censorship resistant permanence. Yeah, we got it. Welcome to the RCast. It's your host, Andrew, back with another episode. This is episode six with Pianity founder, Kevin Primacerio. And uh, Pianity is an NFT site for music that has a DAO where people vote on what goes live, what doesn't. It uses Arweave to store the data. And I actually had a song on it a few weeks ago, um, a single from my album. So I was amazed at like how it was able to reach some new people, how seamless it was, how cool the site is. So I talked to Kevin about this project, but it's a new year. We want to welcome all the drivers back. Thank you to all the supporters of the RCast. Shout out to Arwe for helping us onboard users into the Arweave ecosystem. And shout out to the winners of our NFT shirt contest in December. Super fun doing all the Easter eggs and hidden things. And expect your shirts to arrive over the next month. They are on their way. If you didn't see it, check out the Bundler video. I did a song, a little rap about how you can effectively bundle your files, holler. We had a bounty winner in December, uh, Catherine, who talked about winter life in New York versus California and her Swedish family roots. So congratulations, Catherine. So let's get into it. This is my interview with Kevin from Pianity. Hey friends, this is a very special episode of the RCast. We have Kevin Primacerio, the creator of Pianity, which is an NFT site for musicians that has been super interesting to see grow and develop. There's nothing like it. And uh, I was lucky enough to get some time with him. So Kevin, how are you doing today? Hello, Andrew. Hello, everyone. Thanks for the invitation. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm great, man. It's a new year. There's a lot of excitement going on around your project. And I thought we'd just jump right into it because as someone personally who's been making music for 20 plus years and used all sorts of different distribution models, I was really intrigued at the concept of Pianity and the way people could vote for tracks, the way it's very community-based. So let's talk a little bit about your background and how you came up with the project. My background is mainly in science. So I got a PhD in applied mathematics. Um, then I did some postdoctoral uh, studies as well, uh, where I actually published some paper about Bitcoin and Lightning Network at the time. So I've been interested uh, in the blockchain space for, for quite, a, quite a while, like four or five years. Um, and at the same time, I, I, um, I did a computer science degree um, also in Paris, uh, where I actually, actually learned how to code uh, properly. And it helped me a lot actually understand um, all these mechanics uh, you have uh, in, um, in, in the blockchain. Um, and uh, I got to meet uh, with, um, so one of my co-founders with Simon, um, because he's a musician and uh, I, I met him around like this, this uh, all this uh, music, music sector. And he's actually a musician and a music producer in electronic music. Um, and we actually got uh, the idea together uh, because uh, basically, um, it was, you know, like during this lockdown and everything. And, and I was listening to his tracks 
Um, and at the time, I had uh, Arweave in my mind, actually. Uh, you know, because Arweave uh, just announced a new funding round. And so I got into the project again, started uh, looking uh, what happened in the space. Uh, so I had this permanent storage uh, on my mind. Uh, and so I told him, like, what, why don't you store uh, your tracks uh, on the blockchain? Uh, and by that, I mean on Arweave. Um, and I saw that something ticked, uh, you know, like in his eyes. Uh, and so we, we started from there. So at the beginning, it was just about, you know, like maybe storing uh, like data, uh, which is music. Um, and then uh, what we found out was the real problem for musician uh, is not uh, really um, to store data or to, uh, you know, um, manage their copyrights uh, or prove their copyrights like you could do uh, with Arweave. Uh, it's more uh, about earning money, actually. Um, so that's how we shaped uh, Pianity, so that it is a way for musicians uh, to finally be able to make a living uh, out of um, the, the art, uh, basically. That's great. So you came from a computer science background, and you saw the technical possibilities of Arweave and the whole concept of the atomic NFTs and the permanent content. Had you worked on any other projects in the blockchain space other than your research? So no, my first smart contract, the first smart contract I wrote was Pianity smart contract uh, on Arweave. Um, I've browsed, you know, like through code before, but never, never really coded myself uh, in terms of smart contracts. Uh, however, uh, probably like three years ago, I built a blockchain parser uh, for Bitcoin. I was interested, you know, in uh, in uh, following transactions and managing, like seeing how the transaction would, you know, like articulate. Uh, so I built this uh, blockchain parser myself uh, that I actually used uh, for research later. What are some of the challenges and what are some of the exciting things about having a platform that's specifically geared towards musicians? Um, so the main challenge, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's funny you ask this question because it was a real challenge at the beginning. The main challenge we had uh, with musicians at the very beginning of Pianity uh, was deadlines. Uh, basically, uh, you know, so we, we would plan one release per week on Tuesday usually. Um, and uh, we would expect the artist to send us the track uh, before the release, right? And so we would set deadline to the to the musician, and most often it would like almost always actually it would be delayed uh, by some days. So it was it was very stressful for us uh, because it was really hard for us to uh, keep you know like this sharp release every Tuesday at noon, etc. Uh, so that was the main challenge. Now the challenge doesn't exist anymore because we have. Uh, more flexibility in our releases and we try to plan them in advance. Um, so it's way easier for us. But that was, yeah, the, the, the main challenge at the beginning. But the artists who are interested in NFTs in the blockchain space, I, see, I, I feel like you would get a level of competency and professionalism, people knowing that it's competitive to get on there. So you've kind of crossed over to the fact that the site has has kind of gained this um, saturation where you have so much content and so much stuff that get, needs to get voted on, right? So now the issue is having to not let every single artist who wants to be on there be on there because it's they're voted for. So how would you explain the process? So maybe there's some musicians or creative people listening who would love to submit to Pianity. So what are the steps then? Yeah, so yeah, it's a, so what, what happened actually for us was at the beginning, we 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 needed, uh, as any startup, we needed to go to the artist to get the tracks. You know, we needed to explain them what an NFT is, explain them what Pianity is, 
get the track. So it was a lot of outbound, you know, like talking to musicians, getting intros. Um, and then um, starting in September, like a few months ago, uh, so we had this type form on Pianity uh, for artists that wanted to publish. And at the beginning, almost no one uh, actually submitted a track. Uh, but starting in September, we started to have submissions like more than on a daily basis, you know, like a few submissions per day. Um, and then we had complaints from the music, musician, which was, uh, I submitted my, my track three weeks ago, you didn't get back to me. Uh, so at some point we're like, okay, well, what can we do uh, actually? So that the process is smoother for, for artists because we are always trying you know, to, uh, to uh, solve the artist problem on, on the platform and see like how we can improve the experience. And so we said, maybe we can just have a public waitlist so that at least the artist knows uh, where he is and knows what, can, what he can expect. Um, and so that's when we decided to release this, this waitlist. Uh, and that's actually the first functionality of uh, our DAO, uh, which is um, the token owners, mm. the Pianity, the Pia token owners can vote uh, for the tracks they want to see uh, releases next. And regarding your question, which is it's competitive, uh, you're right. Right now, I think we have 400 tracks or so on the waitlist and we only accept one per day. Um, it is, and it is not at the same time, because what we what we noticed is that the artists that actually promote the track um, on our Discord or on their own social media, usually quite easily they get some votes and usually quite easily they get on the first page. And once you're on the first page of the waitlist, you know that you will be released in the next weeks, basically. So it's not that competitive yet. The best way to describe it would be it's like the Web3 Spotify, but with the, with the way where the musicians are compensated um, in a much more generous way. And, and what I really like about it also is that you can go through and find music and, and, and support without having to buy tracks. So you, so you know where to invest if you're a supporter. So that to me, to me is really exciting. And I guess one of the things I wanted to talk about now is how the PIA tokens, how do you say it? The, the PIA, P-I-A? Yeah, PIA. Yeah, it's good. The PIA tokens, how does that work with the DAO? And how do how would someone listening now like get some PIA tokens so they could be invested in the community and, and everything? So for now, the only way to get PIA is to earn it. Uh, you have a couple of ways to do it. So right now, for example, we have the cashback. So basically, if you spend uh, money on Pianity, let's say you, you spend $100, uh, you will get a 40% cashback. Um, so it means that you will get $40 in PIA um, uh, for free. Um, so $40 is about 400 PIA. Um, so that's one way. And then we have leaderboards. Um, so if you are like one of the, uh, on the top of the leaderboards, uh, you can get PIA as well. So we have leaderboards for the highest, for the people who beat the most, who beat uh, would be the most often, et cetera, et cetera. We also, we also have a leaderboard for people who are the most engaged on our Discord. So you don't even have to spend money. You can just be active on Discord. Uh, and if you are in the top, uh, you get some PR at the end of the week. So it's on the weekly basis. Um, and once you get the PR, uh, basically one PR uh, equals uh, about uh, 12 votes. So basically one vote is one PR locked for two weeks. And by default, okay. we send you the, the PR locked for six months. So it's about 12, 12 votes. If you had 100 PIA, you could that would then count for 1,200 votes, and you'd have to lock them on the same track for two weeks? Um, no, you just have to lock uh, the PR by themselves. Uh, so actually, right now, there is no way 
so people who have Arconnect can do it, can, can do it themselves, but people who are not using Arconnect and are, are just, um, just uh, users of Pianity can't do it themselves. So we distribute them by default, log six months. Uh, so by default, you get every time you get one PI, you get 12 votes. Hmm. Um, and in the future, we will allow you to decide on how long you want to. Let's say, for example, you have 100 PR, so it's 1,200 votes. Uh, you spend all your votes, uh, so you still have your 100 PR that you don't spend, uh, but you don't have votes. And if you want more votes, vo votes, one way to do it would be to lock your PR longer instead of just trying to get new PR. So you could lock your, your PR for, I don't know, like two years, and you will, you will get four, ti four times more votes. Okay, so the votes you can only use one time. Yeah, the votes you use in one time. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's an interesting way way of engaging the users and making sure that like it stays democratic. What was the way you put this all together? Did you study other DAOs or did you think about like the Web two music distribution? How did you come up with this concept for voting and the model for it? So we had we had the idea of a waitlist quite uh, early on uh, because you know like. Other platform did like uh, I think Foundation uh, or Supera I don't I forgot one of them uh, had the waitlist at some point. Um, so we we had the idea a, a long time ago, um, but then we were looking at utilities for the token. It, it it made complete sense that it could it should be one of the utility. You know, like you have a token, uh, then you can vote, but then you shouldn't spend your token when you vote, right? So we wanted to make the, the vote for free. Uh, and that's how we came up. And then it's also a process to incentive people to lock uh, their PR longer and so to reduce volatility on the token price. Um, so yeah, that's that's how we got the idea. And there will be way more utilities, uh, you know, like in the future. So this first, let's say the first uh, job we created for the DAO is basically a curator. So you can be, become a curator uh, for Kennedy. Because what we didn't mention is actually Every time you vote for a track and the, the track is accepted by the DAO, um, all the people who voted are um, actually uh, rewarded and get about 100 PR. So it's split it, uh, on, the, on mm. the different voters. But uh, so right now we only accept one track per day. So it's only 100 PR per day. Uh, but soon we will accept more tracks. So I guess some people we act, will actually earn a, a decent money by just creating uh, Pianity. Uh, and then we intend to put more jobs, you know, like you could also uh, be a hunter, a hunter, like, uh, you know, like you could bring artists to the platform and if the platform accepts, if the, if the DAO accepts the artist, um, then if the curator accepts the artist, then you are rewarded as well because you bring the artist in the first place on, on the platform and so on and so forth. You would say your users are very engaged, right? Like people who love Pianity are on, use it a lot. And there's a, and there's a lot of fandom for the platform itself, right? Have you seen that it's growing? Yeah. So for example, for the DAO, uh, it's really interesting because uh, you have a lot of people saying that uh, people don't use their, their votes, you know, on different DAOs, you know, like usually uh, if you go on a DAO, like Olympus DAO, it's true, like maybe less than a percent of uh, people actually vote uh, for the DAO. Uh, on Pianity right now, we have 40% of the token holders that actually vote uh, in the DAO. So it's a huge uh, engagement uh, compared to other DAOs. Um, and then on the platform in general, yeah, we have collectors coming back every day uh, to, to try to get uh, some uh, new NFTs. Uh, we have people coming every day to see the new releases, to vote in the DAO. And I think the artists are even more addicted uh, because, you know, like once, 
you put a track on, on Chainity, you come back every day to see if you sold uh, some NFTs or not. Uh, so it's also, uh, it's also, yeah, people come back. It's really nice. You've created something that's unique and permanent and fun. And as an artist and as someone who likes blockchain, I was really excited to, to learn about it. And something that struck me as unique is you have a really strong... I don't know if it's in Hong Kong or China, like international audience, you know, like what, how do you think it's reached that audience? And why do you think that the, the Asian supporters are so strong? Like what led to that? Yes. Yeah, so that was really interesting. Um, uh, so we have one of our investors, uh, Tao Yin, maybe, uh, I, I guess some people will know him. Uh, he's like a big collector, a big NFT collector. He's also one of our investors and, uh, when we released the DAO, actually, he, he, he published a tweet, uh, you know, like saying that Pianity has, had become a DAO, etc. cetera. Uh, and that tweet became viral uh, and mainly mm. viral actually in Asia. Uh, and it got retweeted a lot. And also we got like some Asian influencers that started to share uh, Pianity on their own Telegram groups. And so it became real viral there. And we got like a lot of organic traction, which was actually quite uh, impressive to see. That's cool. So it all came from his excitement about it. I think it did. Yeah, I think it did. <laughs> Is there anything you can share that you're excited about for 2022 about the project? And where are you hoping eventually like the legacy of Pianity will go? Yeah. Uh, so our main goal right now, and it's something that a lot of people are asking us, is a secondary market. Uh, so the, our, our main focus and the biggest release so far uh, in terms of change on the website is going to be the secondary market, and it's going to open uh, in February, early February. Um, and it will come with like a refactoring of, of also like the market as a whole. Uh, so it's going to be uh, even better, you know, to buy NFTs uh, on Pianity. Um, and on the more like long-term perspective, um, I think um, the, the vision of Pianity is really, you know, like artist first. So it's really to allow, uh, you know, like this, people say that 90% of the artists earn less than uh, $1,000 uh, per year on, on like Spotify and other streaming platforms. Um, what we've noticed on Pianity is that the artists earn about a hundred times more money than they would do on, on streaming platform. Uh, so we hope that we will be able to bring uh, this uh, 90% down to like one person, you know, and have most of the artists uh, earn like a good good living uh, thanks to Pianity and NFTs. That's pretty cool. So you're almost like the Medici's of the Renaissance or the, you know what I mean? Like this financial support for artists in an industry where the platforms kind of take precedence, you know, like, like people complain about how Web 2, all the money's made by the platforms, but with pianity in web three it's the potential for the artist to kind of decentralize the market and make a living and uh you're curating it for them and i think it's a noble endeavor and it's very exciting to be part of it and i'm excited to submit more songs and uh yeah kevin like i appreciate your time and i appreciate your thoughts and um this this is a good interview i think a lot of people will be excited about it where's some good way to find out about it like where do you recommend people go to learn more just go to the site yeah i think people can go to, to pianity.com and then the Discord, I think the main activities on the Discord, we have specific channels for artists, if the artists have questions. Uh, we, are, we are trying to build a community of people, you know, like supporting each other. Um, and actually most of the, the answers to questions are given by the community and not even by our team. So it's starting to, uh, to be really cool uh, to be a part of this community. 
All right. Well, we'll be in the Discord. We'll be on the site. So maybe we'll see some of you there. And uh, yeah, check out Pianity. Be sure to support. And Kevin, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much, Andrew. A great conversation. Thank you, Kevin. There are so many outlets for distributing music. It's refreshing to see something that helps artists stand out, helps them make a living wage from their music and their content. And uh, I am all for Pianity. So I am very excited about it. Be sure to follow Pianity on Twitter. Be sure to follow the R Drive account on Twitter and keep your eyes peeled for all the exciting stuff going on. The new bounty contest, the new announcements, the new R Drive news video, the next R cast. It just never ends. So know before you stow your data forever. I'm Andrew. We'll see you next time. Thanks.